Grumbar is listening to Thursday Night Season 4, Episode 23. Nice. Mudbeards uh, uh, run the streets. Run the streets. Sometimes they stand. The sun has set Running. hours ago. The only light in these streets, the uh, the 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 dim light from the sconces that uh, are placed occasionally in front of the uh, the bars that are still open. Plenty of noise pouring out of each door. Mock being carried away, really dragged hobbled, more. dragged, dragged away by two drowning large, in his cups. Two large men. There were two humans, right? I don't know. We didn't establish that. I mean, this Mud is dwarven. All, all the dwarven games. Oh yeah, no, they were dwarves. Two, three, one. Say. Two large, large dwarves uh, dragging. Dragging mock away. I swear we said they were humans. We may have said it. I thought we also said it was a dwarf It's not gang. a strictly dwarf, dwarf gang. gang. They are dwarves now. There's a trick They're of light in the now, rusty Peton. Pite Pite Python? Piton. 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 Piton, if you're from the town. Python, if you're from there. Yeah. The rusty Python. Um the rusty python. Uh, tricks of light can make it hard to tell what race people are. Um, sure. And sorry, these two dwarves dragging mock away. Carrying mock away. A crossbowman on the roof, making himself visible. Three, or it was four. Okay. Let's, uh, oh, did you try to move butters? Yeah. That, that wasn't uh, That was Lincoln. <laughs> that was Lincoln. Two inches. I think butters. Like a child. That was Donald Trump. All right. The crossbowman. <laughs> the crossbowman lets out an intimidating. And or at least intimidating in his culture. Four, four dwarves with daggers, uh, with daggers held loosely in their hands, step out from the dark alleyways, letting the dim light of the sconces uh, fall across their bodies. They do not move in to strike, but they are standing there, staring at you. The crossbowman also holding the crossbow, sort of in a loose grip down by his hip. But you can tell these at are the all ready. these are all uh, these are all thugs at the ready. As Mock is being carried away, carried away, bear witness by Bear Jaw. Mock throws up. Bear, bear witness. Scrimcorn. Bear Jaw. Bear Jaw. Rick. Uh, not well. Titan v. That's Titan. it. No Those three? I'm just asleep at the end. Get home. Yeah, we're pleasantly unconscious. All right, cool. Scrimcorn. Scrimcorn immediately grabs uh, the. You get a shirt. You get some clothing. The cloak. There's a 
The scruff of the neck. You're not oh, naked. The scruff of the neck. <laughs> now there's you. Scrimcorn grab, not to stop the waistband like, of your loins to get your yeah. attention. There you go. And he. Because. <laughs> no, I have normal face here. No, normal. Normal face. It's not our fight. The fight's inside. There's plenty more battle rangers. What do you mean, not our fight? They've pulled away we'll the door. We'll get Mock in the morning. But. If they wanted him dead, he'd be dead already. I'm not trying to save his life. I'm trying to fight these guys. You walk away from this fight, which I know is the greatest battle of your life Maybe. to walk away from a fight. What? I can make sure you can get a fight with a bugbear. One of the thugs, the closest one to you, spits on the ground and says, Listen to your keeper, giant. Oh snap! Roll bear jaws table. Roll initiative. <laughs> Roll the floor. Yeah, almost, table. almost. It was so close. We're leaving. He says we're leaving. To, okay, bye. To, to bear jaw. Okay, bye. <laughs> this guy. Who's this guy? Who's this fucker? The guy in front is one of the monkeys. How close is he? Like, Describe him. What does he look like when he gets choke slammed? Yeah, how? That's the question. Yeah, he's 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 twenty feet away. This fucker. Twenty feet away. So, bear jaw, uh, uh, scrimcorn is going to attempt to stop. You are welcome to. I will not take it personally. What is player? Player does not take that personally. What is that? Is bear jaw trying to do? Bear jaw willingly stopping here? Bear jaw's looking to like. Rick is, We're gonna take these fuckers down, right? Rick is conflicted. Rika because conflicted. on the one hand, she wants to help out her nephew, but at the same time, she knows that getting the mudbeards mad at us is not gonna be good for the rest of the group, which includes Drustin and Bairn. But who are asleep in the end. Violence is my answer to almost any it's challenge. It's not even written in pencil. It's That's, ink, printed. That's printed. That's printed. On the character sheet. <laughs> it's hard to. Written by the gods. Written by the gods. Mm-hmm. And so Rika is just. She is hesitant. Okay, so down. Rika's on the edge. Right. Bear jaw. All right, Bear, Bear jaw just has to follow Bear. her heart. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. So. Yes. Rika is on the edge here. Yeah. Bear jaw is looking towards Rika. Yeah, just to see if she had any backup. Would you say that if Rika. Withdrew and said, "This isn't the right fight to pit." Bearjaw would follow suit. Nope. No, you're not giving any chance for a dice rolling here. You want to say no, no, no. I is. mean, it's dice rolling is different. Like if you're going to be like that's what I'm proposing is dice rolling here. I'm saying if Rika, if Rika were convinced otherwise, Scrimcorn is trying to de-escalate it here. I'm trying to give Scrimcorn a chance to. Yeah, um, uh, Scrimcorn has done all the convincing. He's not a convincing guy, so I'm okay. Well, he promised a bugbear fight, so that's so pretty appealing. He, appro- he did he promise a bugbear fight. He, he if bribed we, her. If we walk away, then there's a bugbear fight in it for you. All right, and this guy is is playing on her pride, so the combo is, like, they're pretty right. even. From a mechanic standpoint, because I do want to get this out in the open beforehand. Yes. If Bearjaw moves, Scrimcorn is going to attack Bearjaw cool. with an opportunity attack cool. to an ally, which would make him a surprise attack to give him an advantage. <laughs> I like that. I'm getting that out in the open Ooh. before, Ooh. so there's no discussion on it that happens. The best sneak attack 
is against someone who, who trusts, trusts you. you. <laughs> oh, we're gonna discuss this. Yeah, we'll discuss it later. We'll discuss it. Don't but worry. I, oh, uh, I am claiming. I'm claiming that I would have advantage on this attack. Did you just roll with advantage against me? Oh, we're gonna okay. talk about so. this. You and me later. You're saying Session. after this insult, Bear Just would would step forward. Mm. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, because you did a really good job, and this guy is an asshole. I'm not pointing at you. Um, then, then it really is up to Rika as far as like tie-breaking that. So, hand me the yes so no die, please. Well, if you <laughs> that's oh, fair. Oh, 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 that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Hang on, stop. I, I want I want to give Scrimcorn, the one who is actively attempting to change the course of action here, the chance to get to use mm-hmm. dice and 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 skill. Okay. But that is what I'm trying that to lay out. That would be when out. you attack me. Yeah, I, I was gonna lay out a, a diplomacy check here for you. If that's not that that's what it that would be when you're trying to convince mm-hmm. your your group. Uh, or your persuasion. Uh, per, would would that be satisfying? I feel like I've given the terms of that of that offer, and if that's and if a role is not satisfying for Dojo, I'm okay with not. Diplomacy isn't uh, Scrim's strong suit, so I'm okay just. It being an unheard jabber from him. Okay, so, so it's, a fa- it's a, you're saying it's a failure. He's just not yes. good at that. Yes. I'm okay. Okay, and I do like the idea of you. In that case, yes. I like the physical restraint yeah. here. All right, it might not even that be can, necessary. That can here be the role. That can right. be the role. That exactly. I'd, I'd rather focus on that role. I yeah, I like that as well. I, I like that too. I like that too. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So then... Bear Jaw seems to be unconvinced by Ricka and is going to make him. No, 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 no. No, it depends on what Ricka's going to do. Right? It depends on what Ricka's doing. It depends on what Ricka's doing. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm trying to give Scrimcorn a highlight here. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, this I, hand I, has been thoroughly that. blessed by butters. Right. <laughs> you guys are following that. That's fine. Well, let's see. Yeah. So this is. What are the yes, results of this? No one else wants to do it. No, we don't want to do that. Yeah. I appreciate that because this is exactly what we need to do. I definitely don't want to like throw Scrimcorn's great stuff Okay. What is so, no? Wait. Rick that is, means no, we don't fight. No, we don't fight. Rika is stepping back. She's concerned for the good of the group and two nephews versus one, and Mock can handle it himself, which is sort of a theme. Unlike his booze tonight. Which uh, is sort of like, yeah, yeah. sort of the theme of, you know, Rika, Rika has different opinions of each of her nephews, and her opinion of Justin is that he's someone to be protected. Her opinion of Baron is that he's... You know, he's got some issues and he needs to be looked out for. Mock, he can fucking handle himself. He'll dig, he'll dig a pit and then he'll lie in that pit. And then when he's ready to come out of that pit, he'll call and we'll, we'll and drill him out of the pit. And make sure he knows about what he did for a while. Exactly. And then we move forward. Good. To be fair, he did oh, stab yeah. someone. <laughs> so Bearja, um staring at these people and Rick is like in her peripheral, like down here, here. I would actually love a little bit more of a uh, of a of an elaborate description on what it means for Ricka to stand down because Is it just I don't. Step back yeah, literally? if you wouldn't mind a, a sentence. Or two. What what? At first, Ricka is almost in a ready stance. Like mm-hmm. she has her good foot forward. She's ready to charge. She's ready to knock heads. Her shoulders are squared. She's like her knees are a little bent. She's in this ready position. The lightning is beginning and to conjure. Uh, the, yes, the, the rage Everybody's lightning prickles, like, like the static electricity is starting to happen. And then she just sort of relaxes and just sort of 
puts an arm out in front of Bearjaw and says, come on, Bearjaw, let's go. Doesn't like that. But because she's getting this from, like, everyone apparently don't want to fight anymore. We were having such a great time. And now all Moments of a sudden, before it was all, all about of fighting. Sudden, no more fighting. It's like, geez. I never get it. Can't. can't we have a purse to collect. Okay. And then she she gives these people the eyes, and she's. Just <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them. Just, and then the dwarf turns. on the roof just gives a little dainty finger wave. Ta ta. Because she's not terribly. Bear uh, Dog, despite her size, um, isn't very intimidating. <laughs> She's a big teddy bear. Well, when she opens her mouth, she just, she just doesn't sound very intimidating. She's a teddy bear, job. Be like, fine. I did not want to fight with you anyway. Lame, small, annoying. It's probably not Let's even worth five seconds. Let's as go soon As soon as Rika is back inside the bar, she finds an empty glass on a table and she smashes it. Bear job finds a full glass and smashes it. And neither of these actions raise even a single eyebrow in this bar. Okay, the now, now you find a bigger glass and smash that. Uh, that, night. that was a waste of good <laughs> booze! You don't know it was good. Alright, yeah, scene. Is that enough? Um, <laughs> we just started a glass smashing contest inside. The next morning at the... Oh, what was the name of your guys' place? I have it written down. Uh, the Warrior Warriors. The Warriors Flagging. Warriors Flagging. Flagging. I was thinking like the pork and pickle or something. It's fine. That's where you get the best ball pork. No, that's where Ted wins. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the itchy ball pork. Wait, wait, wait. The easy ball pork. The itchy uh, ball pork. The itchy ball pork. As long as it's not For like the blustery ball pork. No, the itchy ball pork <laughs> is where you go after you go to the pork and pickle to get treated. That's the <laughs> clinic next door. Itchy ball pork. Itchy ball pork. That's what happens when you pee. Oh, I'm itchy, itchy ball pork. All right. I need to change it to my city music here. Let's go. Right, I'm putting out my Titan. Yes, I actually want. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I want you before the morning, before the next morning. Mm. Before. Take it away. <clears throat> Kevin. Okay, so uh, we actually cut to. That's uh, that's actually very loud. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. So we uh, cut to uh, where we last saw Ted Noilvane. Oilvane was at the bar by himself, just kind of drinking, you know, grabbing a drink when uh, a guy in a cloak pops up to him. And then Oilvane sees under the cloak's hood his father, Ted. And he says, Dad! And then, what are you doing here? Uh, wh- what are you doing here? And then, <laughs> let me just get my action wrong. And then uh, Ted says, Shh! Keep your voice down! Someone might hear you! Let's, uh, let's go over here. Let's uh, go to the... The other end of the quiet bar. end of the bar. A quiet end of the bar. Are you in the bar? We're in the bar. I should have put the bar music on. Yeah. You keep going and okay. I'll get it going. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the other end of the bar, it's kind of a little darker spot where they can kind of talk privately. And then Oilvane says, uh, what happened to you? I thought you went, to, like, when you went to the brothel. I mean, you told me to scram and get out of there. What what happened to you? A pork and pickle. <laughs> he says, uh, well, I went there with uh, guards. Pork and uh, on my way over there to the brothel, I... I kept complaining about how blue my balls were. So by the time we got to the brothel, the guys were the guards weren't surprised when uh, I rushed upstairs with the first lady that I saw. And uh, I went up there. We had a little fun. And uh, you know, I, uh, Parisian and the like. 
And uh, yeah, uh, afterwards I snuck out a window. And it's like, you snuck out a window? And then uh, Ted kind of uh, discreetly pushes his cloak aside. Nothing under Pat's, there. Uh, there's a pouch. Oh. Almost looks like it's full of gold. And, uh, Almost. And then, uh, he's drilled a little from the pork and pickle. <laughs> mm. Uh, mm. Oil Vane says, oh, well, you didn't spend any of your money. And Ted says, uh, well, of course I did. I had to pay the prostitute. You think I'm a monster? <laughs> That's a sacred contract, son. <laughs> <laughs> you always what pay your prostitute. <laughs> you got a lot to learn. You always pay your prostitute. <laughs> Number one. And Oil Vane says, What's wrong with you, boy? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? your father? <laughs> You sure I'm your dad? You son of a bitch? I would know. <laughs> Stole all the money from his son, but you do not <laughs> skip out on your prostitute. Okay, you know. Oil Vane awesome. says, uh, it just kind of nods his head. It's like, uh, yeah, you know. He doesn't really get it right away, but it's like his dad says, it so must be something important. But then he also says to, his, uh, to Ted, uh, can I get my money back? And then Ted says, ah, not just yet, son. No, I, I, uh, no one knows money like your father, like uh, like like Me. Ted. I'm gonna make you so rich. You're gonna be so rich. You're gonna have so much money. You won't even know what to do. You get tired of winning. And uh, Oil Vane replies, uh, "Well, I just have to trust you, Dad." And at that point, there's a commotion, and that's when we see uh, Scrim heading. Scrim, like uh, the, well, the whole thing with Mock yeah. accidentally throwing a knife at somebody and getting dragged out and Scrim chasing after Bear Jaw. Mock's just shooting for the guy. Bear Jaw and, uh, like and Ricka and all Rika, leaving the bar. Everybody leaving. <laughs> and this is where Ted, uh, like Oil Vane, he motions <laughs> to get up because he sees his friends in, a tr- in trouble. You know, there's some kind of drama going on, but Ted is like, hey, just sit down, just sit down. Uh, your friends will be fine. You know, it's best you don't get involved. So. Bad dad. <laughs> uh, Ted. And Scrim, I mean, and Oil Vane, sorry. Kind of sit there in a bit of an awkward silence. And uh, Oil Vane, uh, you know, he's got kind of this, he's kind of this distant look in his face, which Ted picks up on. And to kind of break the silence, uh, uh, Ted knocks on the, uh, the the metal plate that's covering uh, Oil Vane's shoulder that's there instead of his arm. And he just goes, ah. That's <laughs> a great noise. <laughs> I see you've still got that thing. Now, I remember when they put that on you. That's, uh, and uh, Oldling replies, Yeah, I remember, you know, I was, uh, I almost died then. I bled for, for days, but you went to go find that doctor, the pale lady. And she came and she put this on me and it stopped the bleeding. And Ted was like, uh, Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's exactly how I, I remember that. And it's like, and, uh, He's kind of like, yeah, sure. And uh, it's like, yeah, you did it to save me. I know that's why you did it. And uh, Ted's like, um, yes. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I saved you. I'm really glad we got to save you. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The whole you not being dead thing is great. (laughs) You. In particular. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Oil Vin kind of like, he he kind of, uh, this is kind of a vulnerable moment for him because he's, he's uh, this is something he's, he hasn't seen, this is the first time he's talked about this with Ted. It's like, a, uh, I know, I know that's why, I know why, and I know this, Dad, I know Dad, this is why you left because I know having a son who was sick all the time and it was, it was just, I know it was too much to deal with and this is, I couldn't be, a son that could make you proud. I know that this is a, a, a 
can't imagine anyone dealing with this, and I know it's my fault. And then Ted, Ted kind of, he has this look on his face that's like, wait, what? <laughs> Confusion. What, what are you talking, what are you talking about? That's what he's, he's thinking in his head, and he says to, he says to Oilvane, he's, well, look, look, it's not your, f-. and then to which Oilvane, he interrupts, and he says, but, but dad, dad, I think I have something finally that you can be proud of. I figured out how to use this thing. I figured out how to make it work. I've got a new arm. And Ted is very shocked at this because he has no idea what he's talking about. He's like, what? So then at that point, uh, kind of scrim, uh, keep kind of saying scrim. Drink, 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 drink. Ah, okay. Oil vein kind of gestures to kind of look down and he, he bites his thumb and smears blood on the plate. And this black flush of uh, oil comes out from underneath. And then forms in a shape. But the place is so loud, it's so loud. It's full of didgeridoos <laughs> all of a sudden. I can't hear it. More didgeridoos. And uh, it's, it forms in the shape of a hand, and then oil vein kind of raises it up. And it's uh, you can see within it, it's like... It's it's definitely the shape of a human arm, but it's undulating. And there's like flows and currents in black. Human arm. Like a human arm. Yeah. So he can kind of like control it at this point. It's flowing like on the surface or like under the surface, or like sort it, of like translucent. It's like it's retaining the shape, but it's just kind of it's like Aww. rippling through. Yeah, I see. Interesting. It. Like gak. Like gak. Just like, like living gak. <laughs> or like looking at like an oil spill that's solid. Where like Gek, Sam. We already said it. Gek, okay. Like, we already said it. Like, 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 another another conversation. Gek. I'm pushing hard on the Gek angle, guys. <laughs> and so, uh... Gek <laughs> is last generation slime. And so, uh, Ted's jaw's hanging. And then before he can catch himself, he, uh, says, It worked. Oh. <laughs> and then... Well, Vang hears it, but he just said, uh, in his head, he interprets it as, uh, yeah, whatever this thing was supposed to do, it finally works. I mean, I, I feel like, I feel stronger. I've, I can, I have powers now. I can, I've been doing sorcery, and I can do more things than I ever could before. And uh, Ted, he's like, you can see, he's pausing and he's contemplating. And he, uh, he's thinking, oh. He's just, you can see his brain. The wheels in his head are turning. Exactly, he's processing. How will I I exploit this? And he kind of looks off to the side, and then he finally, his eyes, his eyes grow larger, and his uh, eyebrows raise, and then he says, uh, yeah, that's, that's fucking awesome, son. Uh, yeah, why don't, uh, why don't we go outside, and you can show me what that thing can do. You know, all the powers that you've learned, and whatever, spells you can cast. And, uh, yeah, we'll celebrate, you know, we finally, you know. Show, you know, show me what, how to be proud. And so, uh, I'm so ready to be proud. I'm so ready to be proud right now. And uh, Oilvin goes outside, and uh, Ted goes up to the bar, grabs a couple of jugs of ale, and he makes his way to the side exit door where Oilvin had left. Uh, before he goes outside, uh, he uncorks one of the, the jugs, uh, takes a little vial of uh, what? white powder, and uh, Dips it into the jug. Uh, a very out. drunken dwarf next to Ted looks over and says, Nice! Rusty Pete Tom! Oh, 
it's not a fun <laughs> rowdy place. It's, it's, it's a it sad, is. dark rowdy oh, place. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh my god. Is someone gonna kill Ted yet? Not yet. None of us are. Keep going. Keep going. Because he's a master of picking his moments. Let him keep going. So they're outside, and they're kind of in this alleyway that's away from the main street, and um, we cut to oil vein, just shooting like bottles and crates, and uh, oh, shooting like with his with his yeah, like, so He's using his uh, chaos bolts. He's using his shatter power to just break things. Cool. And with each with each thing that uh, awesome thing that oil vein is like in the other alley. <laughs> Like dealing with us. Like, He's just saying, like, they went a little further down. I'm just reading. Fourth of July! Pew pew! Ted's like, turn around, don't pay attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so with each awesome thing that uh, Oil Vane is trying to show off to his dad, uh, Ted is like plying him with a drink. Here, keep your, take us away. Drink! And so this kind of goes on for a little while, and then obviously uh, Oil Vane is starting to get a little tired, getting a little sleepy. Until he finally, you know, he passes out. So, uh, Ted, uh, was like, oh, well, so it looks like you're all tuckered out. So he takes, uh, he, uh, having known, found out where you guys were staying, uh, takes, uh, Oil Vane to the hotel, but he also, he uses some of Oil Vane's money to get a separate room. And he, uh, he tosses him on the bed, and, uh, he, uh, he just kind of looks at him for a little bit, and then he pe- takes a little jar, a little tiny jar, out of his pouch, out of his, uh, from underneath his cloak, and he uh, dips it into uh, Oil Vane's arm, which is kind of, the, the, the black blood is noticeably thinner. The arm is kind of like loosely flowing. Mm. It's so like he dips yeah. into it. Something's takes, off. It's like, yeah. He's like, uh, it's... It's, it's loose. It's like old gag. It's like when the oh, it's kind of separated. <laughs> yeah. He dips it in the arm. Runny takes a little gag. sample of runny black gag. Runny black gag. And he. Uh, <laughs> and it's like you can see the fluid is kind of just. It's like it's not happy, but it feels really weak. So it's, it can't fight to get out of the jar and rejoin its, its arm again. Ted closes it, puts it away, stares at uh, stares at his uh, his son who's asleep. And uh, he says uh, to Oil Vane, uh, yeah, kid, it's, uh, sorry about this. Uh, also, you know, I know you can't hear me, but it wasn't your fault. It's, uh, it's just kind of what happens when, uh, well, let's just say uh, you should never have your wife meet one of your exes. <laughs> he thinks for a moment. And then he leaves off. He so goes off into the night. That's rule number two. Deep, deep sentiment. <laughs> Women. He, he leaves oil being cast out on the bed. Yeah, you wow. keep saying asleep, but drugged unconscious he's might he's, be. Uh, Wives and girlfriends. He is. Men that never uh, meet. <laughs> and see. In the morning, you're woken up by uh, Anga. Sorry. In the room. <laughs> In the morning? Before they leave uh, the bar. Okay, okay. Ricky goes to the MC, puts out her hand, and says, purse. Oh, yeah, you got your purse. We can tell it in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get it. Who is in Arctic Gold right now. Oh, in the room. In the warrior flagon. Yeah. 
A chunk of ball pork goes through. Oh, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. I shouldn't have sent her to, to <laughs> rescue those. It is <laughs> your fault, <laughs> You sent her to rescue them. You oh, literally oh. explained how it's his fault. Why do you not feed your bird? Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter. She doesn't actually digest things. Don't use fancy language. Anga, please, you can torture him. Just leave us to sleep oh gosh, in peace. Or I will kill you again. Again. I was she, in the middle of such a nice dream. She shits on the bed and then flies out the window. As you look around, no uh, can come from indoor sleeping. As you look around the room, each of you in various states of uh, blinking awake and uh, feeling various stages of uh, hungover or not. Uh, you see Mock missing as you expected, and as you uh, take a few minutes to get up and uh, do your own morning uh, morning rituals, whatever you do to pump yourself up in the morning, uh, you also notice that Oil Vane is not in the room. Hmm. What about Migosh? <laughs> Migosh uh, is the room. Migosh is not there. No, no Migosh, Migosh is gone. And now the adventures of Migosh, Mock, and Oil Vane. We'll you uh, separately. Thank you. You don't know where Migosh went. Yeah, no, Migosh Migosh I think he went to a craft fair. big city. Migosh is not there. Thurston rubs his little eyes and says, I'll tell you another bottle. You can finish it up, man. Uh, where's our cousin Mark? He got himself into a spot of trouble. I have to go pick him up from the guardhouse. You stay here. What? Yes, listen, listen to your... You stay here because you being safe is why Mock is currently out of pocket. Well, all right. but I wanted Has to anyone see... seen Oil Vane? <clears throat> He's not yes, the bar, was Yesterday? I mean, I haven't seen him since y'all left last yeah, night. My brother's kid. <laughs> <laughs> does look around, and you can tell it's... He's, he's not subtle. He's like, I'm supposed to protect Bearjaw. My brother's missing. Shroomcorn <laughs> <laughs> says, Bearja, you want to go on an adventure to find Will Vane? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll get in a fight on the okay, way. Okay, I said okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> She's like itching to get out of the room. Rick has already gone out of the, yeah. uh, gone out of the, Smells of the warrior's flagon because uh, she has an am- immediate need to get to the uh, guardhouse and see Mock. Um, oh, Spring- and she she wants to bring Baron with. Baron, you're going with? He's okay. a cleric. He has healing powers. That's a good point. Baron is like in his underwear, like in the middle of like doing some prayers and things. And, and she just, just like just grabs like him. What's the state <laughs> of his beard right shots. now? Like, is it good beard? Uh, it's has bad. He, has beard. he bearded yet? It's he has not pro- oh, no. freshened his beard He's yet. Not He's not maybe he's freshly awake. Don't look at me. He's got bed beard. Bed beard. That's not a nice beard. I'll put on a scarf. You should see (laughs) that little neck on your beard. All right. So Ricka and Baron, Ricka and Baron are on their way to the guardhouse when when Scrimcorn and Bearjaw, uh, when Scrimcorn and Bearjaw just begin to set out, is when Oil Vane stumbles or or comes out of his room, uh, his room that is nearby. (laughs) See him in the hallway. Ah, what an adventure! First thing oil Hooray. <laughs> You get zero experience. You always disappoint me. I love the tension mounting between these two. It's like, it's like we did it. 
Another disappointing day. So juicy. Oh, the well, the first thing Royal Vane says is, "Shut up." Fucking a. Yo. Hello, fucker. What? You get? Were you drinking last night? He did this. What? I can't fucking make my fucking pinky anymore. And look at it, it's fucking sad. So his arm, it used to be kind of shiny and oily looking, but now it's Your just kind of Your arm is dull. sad? It's sad, look it's at it. It's sad arm. It's sad. Okay, I know how to fix this. We fight. No, so no, bring no, back no, first. your <laughs> fighting vigor with battle. Wait, wait, who, who did this? <laughs> fucking dad. He Don't fucking did fuck this to dad, me, dad. and he fucking took all my money. I fucking trusted him. I just want to say to everybody, I'm so fucking sorry. I, yes. All of you warned me about this. I did not. I should have listened to you. It was not me. Well, everybody except Bear Jock. I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I, I feel for it too. He's a bad guy. No, you just have to you learn on lessons. Come out of the doorway, fully dressed. Oh, oh. Did Sir Mandor dress you? <laughs> Sir he with just gets the buttons I can't reach. The mage hand is putting the buttons. In. Yeah. <laughs> no, he definitely summoned the unseen servant oh, just to help him dress. <laughs> There's an audible sigh from him. Oh yeah, uh, dismiss, dismiss. <laughs> but, yeah. We will. We'll can get you summon the unseen back. servant to give you a massage? Uh, a strength too. I can lift thirty pounds. I looked that up today. How much does it cost? In what context did you look at Swedish massage? Uh, by the way, Thurston's gonna go out on a little secret mission here. Okay. While okay. Rick is gone. Good. Goodbye. Okay, Rick. Ricka and Baron arrive at the um, arrive at the gatehouse, and sure enough, um, it's a trivial matter to uh, to locate Mock. The guards uh, the guards tell you, yeah, he was uh, yeah he was uh, dropped off by uh, by a couple of dwarves early this morning, soon uh, four hours ago or so. Says they look like shit. They said their friends would be coming by in the morning. Says. He says, "I want to let you know, by the way, that we are not a uh, we are not a boarding house to uh, just stash away your choice, family problems." Us. He says, "He says he was not brought here under any detainment, but we put him in the cell because it's what we had, and he wasn't uh, speaking very coherently." But uh, he says, "Next time, if you could keep your family matters uh, uh, away from the official family. city business," and he keeps going on. I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> She walks over to the cell. Mock. He goes over. He unlocks it immediately. Mock. Says, hey! Kick the, kick the... That guy also bangs on the... Dum, 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 Mock dum, dum, dum. He says, like, get out of here! Ears, and he's like... Ah! Uh, but here's, here's uh, Ricka barking his name. And so... He looks like shit. Yeah. So, like... How is is he like really hung over? Or does he look like... An no, no. I'm dead. Yeah. He, he's got... He's got swollen bruises on his face. He has got... You stabbed one of ours. We t- we take six times that out of you. They stabbed him six times. They didn't stab him. No, they paid him in kind. Yeah, paid him in paid him in kind with the interest oh that they felt was fair. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, cousin. Uh, so he comes out like cousin. one eye swollen. Shot. He brings a knife. You bring a gun. He sends one of your guys to the hospital. You send one of his to the morgue. 
Greg, you get inspiration. I don't know what movie that's from. That's from Westside Story, isn't it? That's no, that's the Untouchables. From, that's Untouchables, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, my dad That was Sean Connery. This is the only way I know. That's how you beat Capone! No matter what you do, you don't let him touch you because we're untouchable. Do I get inspiration? <laughs> I don't think that's how that. I don't think that's from the. Sam gets. Sam gets. And then they burst into the movie. I don't know. Kind of like the. Yeah, he, right. he mentioned the movie. I said it was on Sean oh. Connery. <laughs> Well, you uh, have inspiration. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. I mean, <laughs> so Mock comes out of the cell, like one eye swollen shut. Again, yeah, just just uh, black, black and blue, uh, black and blue. Just again, Sore filthy, filthy. Uh, you know, from being thrown in the uh, in the mud and uh, just kind of like grumbling and cold, holding his ears and just like, oh, oh, terrible night. Oh. Rick, Rick up. Oh, let's go back to the room. I need to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rick walks up to him, but hope you make it. No him. public toilets. The guard says. Rick picks him up by his clothing and holds him in front of he her. So Not bad. recommended. He smells so bad. He doesn't resist you. <laughs> he can. He's he, no, he, he doesn't. And she just looks at him and you sa- she just says, you're, you're a shit fucking idiot! And just puts him down. Is he prepared? Come on! Let's go. And he's just kind of like muttering and kind of like sputtering and kind of like, he's just, whatever. You kind of hear a little bit of like an undertone of just like, kind of some, some stories of like back in the day. And he kind of feels like, again, like, you don't get that drunk and then are sober in the morning. He is still clearly drunk. drunk. And not like sobering, but like now he's just, just drunk. normal drunk. Maybe like as drunk as, a I don't know, person. Baron was when he paid his tab, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> like that drunk. So, he's just, and, he, so and, and you can kind of, you can, or, or Baron and Ricca, who know much of his history and uh, like are hearing him just starting to kind of mutter about past times that were... That were some of the the glory days, and just kind of like those how, were the days. Yeah, how 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 could I lose it all? And just it was it was such a beautiful shop and the wonderful times. And he, again, he's just kind of just droning on as he as he follows them through the streets, being led a very very in a very man. docile fashion, <laughs> um, very stinky. Uh, back to the back to the room where. I don't know where he's going to get that shit in that shower, but they're going to have to pay a little extra to the warrior flagging. Dwarves live 20 times as long as people, and their booze take 20 times as long to ferment. Oh, yeah. By the time they come out, it's just... Oh, uh, it's just so like a, like a reptile, you're saying. Oh, it's yeah. like an iron ore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it comes out in, in polyhedron shape. <laughs> little, <laughs> little did you all know, but uh, Grumbar so can definitely use uh, dwarf shit as his yeah, fuel exactly. for the balloon. He's visiting all the dwarfen farms back in Elkhurst. <laughs> dwarves have colicas. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Um, <laughs> we don't know. Check Morton Guidance book. So, Titan. but he he in, in, in his in his weakened state he rejoins the group that morning. All right. Um, Remember the Titans. Where did someone asked? Where did we get that Faerun map, and where can I throw my money to get it? That's a good question. This is a Gale Force Nine. Um, accessory that they made during the 4th edition run. So this is actually the 4th edition Forgotten Realms map. Um, 5th edition is ancient It's a different time. Um, Because it was 4th edition licensed, I kind of doubt they still make it, but you might be able to find it used. Gale Force 9 
make some of my favorite high quality. Um, it's a really good map. It's a really really good one because you can roll it tightly, which we do every week, it and it doesn't retain most mm -hmm. of that that roll. It's like a it's like a pseudo clothy. It's a vinyl. Vinyl. Vinyl, but we have other vinyl maps that really hold their shape more. It's great. It's a very good map. It's also giant. It's a very good map. Uh, we hope you find one. Kevin. Day. So while they were out doing that, Drustin, saying that his babysitter is gone, goes down <laughs> to the, <laughs> the the clerk at the front, you know, the person welcoming <laughs> them, and takes out a little <laughs> ten gold piece jewel, puts it on the counter, and says, uh, "I'm looking for some information." Jewelers are there. He says, uh, where will the dwarf find some uh, trustworthy information on local ruins? <laughs> local ruins? Yeah. Is there a, he's asking, you know, is there a library? or the um, Or, yeah, other than, he says, other than the Adventurer's Guild. Is there any kind of library or uh, collection of knowledge? Control what, what are you trying game? to uh, get <laughs> so out of this? He wants so that we to, can play yeah, it more. He in wants. Astra. He's trying to get more information on Karundrakar before they go. Gotcha. Karundrakar is not terribly close to here, oh, at least by yeah. here. Oh, that's why you're going blessing though, which is local. quite far away. I went um, mountain range. Is it in the spine this of one. the world? Okay. Where would uh, a dwarf find more information on the? The ruins and history of the spine of the world and all that went on there. Um, oh, let's see, what, what kind of booth are you at? He's uh, at the clerk I'm, of the inn. Yeah, I'm just oh, at the front the of the inn. He's oh, looking for information. Oh, oh that guy. He's at the concierge. He's looking for information about where to get information. Yeah, this guy has been the first inn a lot of travelers. Well, um... He's saying, where's the library? Unfortunately, um... Cartographer's uh, Guild, something like that. Unfortunately, all such materials uh, would be at the Adventurer's Guild these days. Uh, you have requested otherwise, which is a strange request. You look like adventurers to me. You have checked in there, right? Oh, if you haven't, please tell them that that, <laughs> that Jim yeah. from the from the Warriors Flagon sent you. He says Drusen maybe you didn't get the message that you need to register your group. Drusen summons all of his cousin and says, "Would you think I'd be asking you if they have the information there?" He says. Well, I, I tell you, it's, uh, it's well-known guild rules that any any such uh, tomes and libraries must be uh, must be uh, delivered to the adventurers' guild, and that uh, and that it is a uh, it is a privilege of members in order to in order to read them. Is there no such nay such cartographers' guild? Uh, uh, room of histories, museum, library, even in a in even in a private collection. He says, he says, oh, sure, sure, there are such things, but you were asking for real ad adventuring locations, right? He says, if the guild catches wind that you're trying to find where there are, where, where he there are. a second jewel on the countertop. <laughs> he, has a bit, he hesitates. Um, That's 20 gold? Well, um. I'm marking him off at the quartermaster. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Crooked quartermaster, I knew it. <laughs> How much do we got, Lindy? Like the cream so many jewels. We so many jewels. Sweet cream, just skimming off the tip. Because we're like he's gonna give you an answer. I can't think of a. Can't think of a. Some kind of contract or like a noble with a private. Yeah, that's what I want to be. Okay, so it's a noble. Says the. 
I wouldn't know where to find such a thing, but, uh, you know, the, the, the noble house of... The noble house of... Give me a name. Hermelin. Her... Hermelin? <laughs> Balder. The noble family of Hermelin. <laughs> unfortunate name. Uh, well... Hermelin of the unfortunate names. Hermelin. He says the, the noble, uh, the, the, the... At least they're not Hermelin face. <laughs> The noble uh, Hermelin family is said to uh, is said to possess quite an extensive uh, library, and, and uh, given their stature, as uh, as we understand it, it remains outside the clutches of the adventurers. Appreciate it. He puts down a third jewel and says, "I trust this conversation will stay just between us two, and there may be a tip for you when we pay our room fees." He says, I have no idea what you're talking about. He says, I already told you the best fried egg in town is right here in the, uh, right here in the warrior's flagon. He says, you're wasting your time asking for any fried egg anywhere else. Uh, and he goes to, uh, he finds the directions to the house of the Hermelin family and, uh, heads out there with his cloak pulled up. I swear these dwarves, you get one another, another one slips out the back door. Fucking all of wakes up from a drunken stupor. <laughs> we will never leave here, Bar. So it's a trivial matter to trivial matter to find adventures in It's a trivial matter to find the to find this the, the, the estate. Um, yeah. But what what Tristan notices is, especially being. He's visited a lot of ruins. He's been to a lot of dwarven, uh, dwarven places where you know the architecture and the show of wealth. He's quite familiar with these sorts of things. And something that has been that he's been noticing more and more at Mirabar, and especially as he sees this place, he knows that these this is a rich family for them to have what this uh, what you've been tipped off about is that the show of wealth is constantly understated, and it takes a trained eye to even tell when there is when there is a lot of wealth that is going. Into the uh, into the architecture and the and the landscaping and, and everything, but it's it's constantly that. What do we do infer from that? Uh huh. I'm curious. Infer uh, what you will. I'm I'm explaining the 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 okay. you well. Well, let me get to that. Okay. So yeah, so what what you constantly see is that the rich families here don't seem to show off. How rich they are. It almost normalizes the visual oh, like the appearance. Walls, you couldn't saying. stand. You couldn't walk down the street and be like, obviously that's a rich noble family, and obviously that is a much Which poorer is a very family. Dwarven thing. Yeah. Dwarves themselves having tons of worldly possessions have a very understated front to their kind of. I was going to say that. Yeah. And and that you're not used to um, in human town yeah. at all. Humans are the opposite. Humans that get it's money like to show that they short have lives. Money. But you're seeing human stores and human uh, and human properties and such that seem to have taken on this dwarven tradition of it um, throughout Mirabar. So as you arrive at this place, you see um, you you can you get audience uh, with the right person and for another gem or two. Well, actually, when he gets okay. like to uh, the butler or whatever, whoever answers the door, the house manager. The house, house manager. manager. Thank you. Kayla. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, "Allow me to introduce myself." I am Drustin Delvenar of the Gontelgrim Delvenars clan uh, record keeper. That was his father's job. What he would have gone into was record keeper of the dwarves. A clan record keeper. I seek some knowledge that uh, I couldn't find in the adventurer's guild. I seek 
audience with your library. And whoever runs your library for nay too much time. <laughs> what did you say about the Adventures Guild? Uh, information he couldn't find in the Adventures Guild, but he's ah, presenting yes. himself as Drustin Delvinar. And the, in his father's job, Gontelgrim, the record keeper of Gontelgrim. Access to the family library uh, is uh, granted only to those that uh, give a sizable donation. And uh, he takes out the tome. Magic mouth. (laughs) He takes out the treasures of the Fire Lord. (laughs) (laughs) But instead, he takes out druidic theories on the cycle of life and death. A very fancy tome worth. A lot of money. Uh, that he takes really? out and he says, Would it be worth it to make a donation to your library? I'll guarantee you the Adventurers Guild does not have their greedy hands on this one. Mm, um, allow me to inspect the tome. So it's worth. Does he have gloves? 100. And he puts on gloves. Yeah, it's worth 150 gold. Puts on white gloves. Takes 150 it. gold. And he, uh, it's just inside. He it. carefully <laughs> opens up the book, treating it. This is a this is a person who uh, who handles old tomes. Like you can see immediately, a uh, lots of other people they would pick up a book and start flipping through. This, guy, this is someone who's trained. Yeah. This is someone who's trained in handling uh, of such things. Of course, Justin himself is as well. Um, either like good, good book handling only. technique. <laughs> and like uh, you don't lick your fingers. Nice. nice. You didn't turn to the second page. He book. says, mm, "This is uh, this is uh, exceptional quality. This is a um, uh, a quite generous gift, and will gra- will of course allow you entrance. I will need to see your Adventurers Guild Guild membership card. Can you present Whoa. that for me? Mm. What does Justin say?" Give him another uh, book. Knowing his knowledge of magic, is this something that he could create or with an illusion? Or would that be beyond the powers of the illusion? What seems tricky if you've never seen one. Never, that's true. So you've never seen one. Like, trying to forge a driver's license never seen a driver's license. Show him your mage hand. Uh, what is that kind of magic that's going to try to convince him? Can you let Drustin answer, please? Drustin says, you're holding my card right there. To be honest, sir. The Adventurers Guild and I do not see eye to eye. He says, very well, that is the answer I was looking for. <laughs> Whoa! <And laughs> honesty goes up our way, guys. And lets you into the library. Excellent. He's going to do a little investigation in this library okay. about anything about Karundra card. Let's hand wave that away and you can Guess bring that to bear later when you, you oh, nice. Um Do you want me to roll to see how well it goes or just... Do you want to roll to see how well it goes? Oh, the music is still going. I just didn't turn it up. It's very tiny. Um, no, don't get that. Cool. You did. You did all the. You did all the stuff to determine how well it goes. It's a beautiful library. Um, lots of ladders. So next up is who is going to uh, negotiate with the trade caravan and do that. It was originally going to be Mock, I think. It was originally going to be Mock, because that made sense. (laughs) Now, does it make as much sense? No, no, no. no, no. You're as good as mine. Rick is too pissed to be in Mock's presence at this point, so she'll probably go out and try to negotiate with caravans. Whether or not she's the best person for the job is, uh, I'll leave to your judgment, but uh, I can see Uh, her doing that. Bairn says... Hold on, I got to my Well, he's, he's back in the end now, and after some time in the bedroom, he now comes out looking presentable. And, you know, <laughs> it's not nice like beard. a slovenly... It's a nice beard. Thank you. 
yes, it is. Uh, I'll come along with you. And, uh, and, uh, are you persuasive? Forget no, he's, persuasive. he's charismatic. He but. does have some persuasion, but oh. I, I think he has one pinky less. Yeah. Not by personality. Okay. Takes a while to warm up, and then he's effective. He's I'll come with you. I mean, I'm not great, but he's also. I have had to, you know, convince a person of a thing at a time or two. All right, so true, Baron and Rick are going to go together. <laughs> Just you two. Unless well, someone else wants to go. Come with. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's an opportunity for anyone Lots else to raise their hand. No? Okay, so you guys are going. Someone in chat did say, one day I'll do accents in my game like this. I don't know if we've ever explicitly mentioned have we? The accents mirror, this mirror season, we are mandatory. made a decision yeah, mutually yeah. that we mutually agreed yeah. that accents for every single character was mandatory. We've been doing this for eight years on the live stream, and occasionally characters have had accents, like especially Sam. Sam's done some awesome. amazing accents <laughs> Thank over you. years. And we realized that it's so much more fun and amusing and kind of funny, one, but also the ability to immediately... In character. In, know when the discussion is in character. Crystal clear when a character is speaking rather than the player speaking. It has made the role playing the character Unless the character role playing so I, I much will, better. I will You've say been though, talking in your in your Baron voice occasionally with Sam. You probably do the most out of character Baron voice. <laughs> Kevin Cox <laughs> sometimes <laughs> describes what Romaine's doing with the oil. <laughs> right. no. Everyone everyone does it some. Everyone does it some. I think Sam does I don't it most. I'm actually sure. caught that. Uh, <laughs> I, the best I would still say there are no negatives. Even yeah. 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 Oh no, yeah, it's no, only positive. To give a little extra accent. That's pretty I, fun. As, really as, fun. As one piece of advice, just because of this, um, I'm always happy to make a fool of myself, but I do find it intimidating to speak in voice of a character, which is actually why I do like a, a little bit of a raspy thing. It's actually Sandy Gears without an accent <laughs> and a male. So that's he's a twist on that. So Sandy I get that. Gears. They're definitely um, related. But, uh, but having everyone do it is honestly oh, yeah. what I think actually got me Open over the, the hump of saying like, if everyone's doing a voice, yes. Yeah. Compare it to being to the only voices. person yes. in a room naked, as opposed to everyone in the room is naked, naked with you. It's easy. I love being naked. naked. That's, that's, that's comfortable. <laughs> <That's just, laughs> I will say it. Also, and each person had their own like Rocky Balboa pump up to that first yeah. session. It was like, <laughs> okay. it was like <laughs> I'm listening Nick. to like five hundred doubleers, or like like I'm gonna go ahead and like look at like accent inflections on YouTube for now. Like, we mm-hmm. all got ourselves. Up for that for a second. I'm gonna say ruins a million times. It's in been the downhill ever since. Uh, I will say, last comment for me. Um, uh, I used some of my little bit of time I have with my wife, valuable wife time, in the car, practicing a different accent for a different character. I've been toying around with a halfling character. So could, I said, Smith, could I be taken seriously? And if I was talking like this the whole time, oh my god, I'm so trying talking like this the whole time. Yes. I'm not sure the answer yes, to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure either. I think by its nature, it's hard to like it would take, I think it's going to take a few few episodes maybe for us to acclimate, but I think we could. We could. I think in I the long run. You. It's. I think there's, I there's traction that, there. There's traction that there. That Thistle Wisp guy. I want him back no, too. Just on. a full uh, open. <laughs> okay. No. Well, Thistle Wisp is great. I after 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 don't sex, do I propose. Thistle Wisp is its own dark hole. Alright, so I am going to move forward. He also asked what city are we in, and we're in Mira Bar currently about to about to depart from your bar. Yeah. So, so you say. 
<laughs> oh, unless he meant. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him. <laughs> unless he meant what city are we in physically, which is Mirabar. Which is Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. <laughs> which uh, is in the, the San Francisco Bar, Bay Area, yeah. for those of you who are not Bar. from the SF Bay Area and have never heard of it. It's the Mirror Bar of California. It's um, the Mirror Bar of California. Is it? Yeah. Wealth yeah. is understated. Yeah. yeah. Humans on the surface, dwarves, dwarves underground. Yeah. Impossible to believe. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Nevada. Most of us were born here. We're going to the Rusty Pizza. 30 afterwards. years later. <laughs> okay, so. It's the Viking. Baron, Baron and Ricka head out to, uh, head over to where, uh, there's a, there's, there's a, uh, there's gotta be a place where, like, a trade care. I mean, the market seems yeah. as likely as not. There's a lot yeah. of coming and going there. That's yeah, uh, you do a little, uh, talking around the market, and you do manage to find a, uh, a group of people. There's a horse and cart, and they're clearly, like, loading up. It's easy to see when a trade caravan is, like, is preparing. In the first couple ones how many, you ask, How oh, big of a caravan is this, like? Well, the first couple ones you ask are are heading out to the to the coast, to the Sword Coast, which is where most of the most Ships of Mirabar's trading goes. Um, however, you do finally luck out, as it would happen, um, through movie magic, um, and find uh, one that is heading to Blassingdale, of all places, um, and a couple other small uh, small villages along that route. But uh, heading up to the north, it's not the bullet train. East. Well, fantastic! I had my doubts as to whether anybody was going to be going to such a small town this time of year. The mines never stop working. Oh, yeah, the mines never stop working. It doesn't mean that shipment comes every day. Is Mock there? No. Okay. Is he playing a <laughs> He just work? muddles into his, <laughs> his mind. His disembodied yes. voice. Yes. Uh, I'm sure Mock would Baron, say Baron, drunk. <laughs> no, Mock, drunk. At the tavern. The mines never stop working. <laughs> 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 the ramblings of... Yes! Well, fantastic. We had a. Uh, what a group of. Mercenaries. Depends uh, on what. I was thinking, number, what are we at? Nine? Seven? Oi, uh, Four, six, five, six, seven. Does Baron really want to count ten? <laughs> yeah, are you counting ten? I think no. seven. I haven't ten. seen Migos this morning. He must have buggered off somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, Ted, he's not coming with us even if he wanted to. So, hi, seven. Hi. Fucking hell, the crew! Grumbar? He says, uh... I don't know. Nah, he's he's you're saying all this to the guy... He's mumbling seven. to himself. Mumbling, mumbling to himself and Ricka like seven. Fuck Ted. Oi, seven. Could you, uh... New voice. How about the jelly? How about do like a door, like the door, like a little bit of a? It's a lake. I'm seeing like a mountain, like a rough, normal voice. Oh yeah, do a female lady voice, and it'll probably someone that travels through the snow a lot. Someone jowls. Hey, like Nixon. He says, "Will you get to the point, man?" Oh, hey, looking to come along as a hired muscle, if you like. I little quid pro quo. CIA. We make sure you get there unharmed, and uh, I don't know. You give us company. He says, "You mean to Blassingdale?" Aye. Aye. He says, "So we wouldn't be hiring you as our guards because our caravan goes much further than that." Right. It's a temporary. Arrangement. So what do we get out of this? Company, and you don't get attacked as fair as Blassingdale. We won't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> we have. 
We have two in our party who are skilled healers, should any fall ill or become injured through accident or attack. Or bear jaw. And what do you propose that we would be paying for this service where we would have to pay for a regular contingent of guards anyway to get us the rest of the way through our route? That's true. Mock would be like, if he was there, he'd be like, so fucking pissed. And Baron's just like, yeah, let's come right along. And Ricky's just like, yeah, we'll hang out. And they're like, what? Yeah, we're going to have to pay. But you're not there. He's not there. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting resistance! <laughs> Whatever the going rate is, I suppose. Wait, no, no, they're asking what'll, what'll we pay or what'll they pay? Are you asking yeah, I mean, I miss. I you can pay us half of the going rate, and then the service exchange will cover the rest. We provide healing and, of course, protection. And good berries. And you provide, in many ways, as sort of guides. You know the way to Blossingdale. We'll never be in there. He says, uh-huh, so you are hiring us, it sounds to me. A quid pro quo. He says, well, since we have to hire guards anyway to get our job done, and you would have to hire guard, you would have to hire tour guides to find your way to where you want to go, it sounds like you are the ones that need us far more than we need you. Am I reading the situation correctly? Oh, we can always find another kind of We can always go by balloon. We have options. I wouldn't say it's a need, but preferred. But it's your call. It's a really good thing that Bearjaw didn't come Think of this as an opportunity for discount uh, guards. He says, and what, and he says, all that you want out of this is just to know the path to Blassendale. Aye, and you know, maybe someone to share a drink with in the evenings. (laughs) (laughs) He frowns and he says, he says, (laughs) he says, very well, I will have to check this with the guild to make sure that it is okay based on our contract with the guards. Guild? Which guild? It's, it's going There's to be a guards home. guild. He says the adventurers guild, of course. He says all caravans coming uh, coming out of Mirabar must hire uh, must hire a guard contingents only from the adventurers guild as per city ordinance. I he says, surely you know this. You are clearly a group of adventurers. City. He says, are you a group of adventurers that has not yet registered? You need to head on over to the Adventurers Guild and tell them that Charles the Trader, the tradesman, sent you. Oh my god. I'm, this is weird. I'm frankly, I'm not aware of this thing. We'd have no truck with it. We're just passing through. We're not adventurers. We don't We're not even from here. He says, We're not even adventurers. We're hired hands. Well, the Adventurers Guild does not make a distinction between them. You could think of them as uh, mercenaries. Syndicate, whatever. Okay. He says, a look, mob of some sort. and then he kind of quiets his voice. And he, says, to. he says, "Look, the the deal here is you're not going to be able to find much work without signing up with the guild. That's the whole point of their arrangement with this town. It works well for everybody. We get trusted help among people that have been vetted, and uh, and everyone pays fair rates and everyone gets fair jobs." He says, "It's a good thing you should sign up and register your group." He says, "Or you'll be facing a lot of trouble." 
Well? He says, you have to understand, we run a business here, as he points to his cart, and he says, he says, there is certainly nothing in it for me to go behind the guild's back. Unless we bribe them? Bribing seems to work so far. You gotta bribe. Gotta bribe them. We bribe Everyone so has yes. a price. Money? <laughs> he smiles. He smiles as like I, another. I uh, have a vibe. One, one, one of his men comes by with like a stack of furs. And like, you know how expensive this is. This, this might be a couple hundred gold worth of furs. He's like just adding to the pile of stuff that's in there. And he looks, and he looks back to you and he says, Do you know what the liability to my business would be if I went behind the guild's back? Probably. If you were to give it a number, would you say it was more than three guards and fifty gold? He says quite a bit more than three guards and fifty gold. Bummer. <laughs> he says, "Look, I think this arrangement could work out. Nobody pays anybody. You come with us. We show you the safe way to Blassingdale. We've been there many times. It is a treacherous path here in the winter. You do need us. You are correct." And we wouldn't mind having the guards, uh, having the extra muscle with us during that Companions. portion of the path. As I said, it is a dangerous Friends. path. We have suffered, uh, we have suffered injuries and deaths on this route before, even with hired guards. It is not safe. He says. So, he says. I was trying to drive a hard bargain before, but uh, he says. I he pity says, you. You look like good people, and he says. And uh, oh so ignorant. He says, so I'm trying to help you. I remember when I was a new trader trying to figure out how to uh, make the business here. And I see that you all just want to head out to uh, Blassingdale. He says, I don't think Blassingdale is uh, currently a member of the Adventurer's Guild. Uh, so I think you will be okay there not registering. But getting there will probably require registering your group. Well, we'll see about that, and uh, can we plan on uh, heading out with you then? He says, look, what's your hesitation of signing up anyway? Don't like giving away my personal information. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do with it or who they'll sell it to. He says, he says, look, I don't like, uh, I don't like hiring on uh, people that will be holding a sword while I sleep to somebody who won't give away their personal information. Understand what I mean? Uh, fair, fair. What if we promise not to rob you? <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in what Rick's demeanor is throughout this yeah. whole thing. It's like this conversation is taking like a few rises and falls. It seems like so far she's mostly letting Baron take. She's like, but he's no, better at this than I am. Like if I open my I mouth, explode, if I open my mouth, I'll explode and I'll spill the beans and it won't be good. I must not speak. <laughs> it's awesome. So yeah, she's sorry. just there, like. Going through some dwarven like shanty tunes and yeah, a lot, a lot of like I like that, a lot of facial expressions. It's like eyebrows up, cheeks up, eyebrows down, mm, nose furled, wide eyes, now ears are, like very red, it's then like, not as red as before. It's like it's like uh, it's it's literally like all the facial expressions on like a freaking like. Avatar generator. Yeah. Yeah. She just cycles yeah. through each one of them through different parts of the conversation. Nose goes like this. <laughs> Ears are like <laughs> chin. You guys do have a lot of money right now, right? And we're about to head to new dungeon and new money. It just Let's put the it this way. The voice of Tristan whispers in your ear. I'm a bit maybe paranoid, but I have a reason that. Maybe the adventurer scale is maybe not all beneficent. Let's say that. 
I don't know. I'm just saying... He puts up his hand and interrupts you and he says, Look, friend, that, I was trying to do job. you some help here. My business is fine and we're going to go about our own way. He says these sorts of things that you're saying are not something that I'm very terribly interested in hearing. Plausible deniability is important. Right. He says, do you understand what I'm saying? That these are things that I have not heard you say. Right, and right, I would not understood. want to hear you say them. And he's like starting to look around, like seeing so get a little. Is this more. a bust? He's getting cagey. Gotcha. He's getting cagey. Um. Sorry. So, what's the passenger fee then for your caravan? Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he. Ricky uh, just goes literally just goes ah because she's like trying to think of like how do we get out of this? How do we make this work? I don't know how to make this work. Oh. He says, now that's an arrangement we could do. He says, he says, here to Blessingdale, he says, what you need, uh, he says, what will you need? Do you need uh, tents, uh, bedrolls provided, food? How new and helpless are is your group? <laughs> How pathetic are you? Uh, we have traveling equipment. We have, I think we, we can provide manage, our own the rations. Alright, we can manage food and bedding and sleeping kit and all that. Mostly just... People to travel with and people to know the way. We all have adventurous kits. But we are not adventurers. <laughs> we just have the kits. He we says, are not adventurers, we are travelers. He says, and should the uh, and should the passengers that are paying me for passage Aye. come along, uh, get involved in a scrap. We know how They'll to certainly know how to take care of our own. He says, well then I think a simple fair price of ten gold a head could do it. I think that sounds more than fair. <laughs> oh my god, that's like two days in the so balloon. so much money. <laughs> All right. I think I'm still getting Mox is popping good berries and trying to come, up, come off his hangover. <laughs> what the berries help? What about uh, five They help the bruises. I don't know about the hangover. <laughs> Definitely not. I'm negotiating down to seven and a half. Aww. Oh, you have to make silver. I don't know. Is that point. what you say to him? Roll a something check. Persuasion. Yeah, roll persuasion here. Oh, that's a seven. Seven. Very hard. He says, says, I want want to hear the first words that Ricka says after all these faces. (laughs) No, she said it. Oh, she said it. I'm going to five. No, no. (laughs) I missed it. it. I'm sorry. She said, how about five gold ahead? The words she said. I didn't hear that. She summarized what she would be getting towards for the second roll. For sure. I Um, I just missed that. I miss that too. I also said whatever is making Sam and Kel laugh. Um, <laughs> and the NPC said, no. <laughs> he says, how about ten? Okay. Okay. Hey, more than fair. Ah, uh, when do we depart? He says, we depart at first day break tomorrow. We depart at first day break tomorrow. I don't Excellent. mean to keep doing your dwarf voice. <laughs> Please don't take it as an insult. I'm just the kind of We're person to the talk to like whoever I'm talking to. This is very taxing. Yeah. Right. I'll thought. be honest, I sometimes do it myself. Where, where do we meet you? Here. It's as, uh, the, the, the east. Eastern door. Eastern gates. Excellent, we'll be there. Okay. He says, we depart when the first rays of light pour over okay. the trees onto the clock tower. Okay. The bell tower. Clock right. Tower. The bell tower. It's a clock tower. It's a digital work. clock tower. <laughs> it's a sundial. 
It's a sundown. Rika's sort of Fancy moping girls. away already. The, the dwarves have a printing press. They probably have a No, they definitely have a water clock. Yeah. The water clock. Yeah. 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 Everybody loves yeah, talking like, about water clocks. Yeah. On the giant sand timer on that tower. Sand timer? <laughs> they have to flip it. Just flip it at the beginning uh, of each day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they used to have people time who manually that. rang bells. So, yeah, I believe yeah. it. So, <laughs> the oldest timepiece in the world dates back to the 1300s, much before the first printing press. That's, yeah. But also, is when is the medieval period? The medieval, the medieval period is the 1500s. Yeah. Uh, debatable. Oh, that's still hundreds of years ask. It depends but, on who you ask. For some people, the Renaissance starts in the 1300s, but for other people, it starts in the uh, with the invention of the printing press in the late 1400s. Gotcha. But mostly after the clocks. Okay. Yes. This one is just a dwarf going one, two, daybreak, four, five, six, seven. Someone with perfect one point. <laughs> daybreak tomorrow morning. That's when they depart. Uh, what time is it? You, damn it, you fucked me up. Baron goes back to the end. Says, <laughs> "All right, great news. Like I've secured us passage." To Blassingdell at ten gold ahead, with no questions asked to the Adventurers Guild. Oh, wonderful! What an adventure! Assuming that they never knew he was gone. Mock, who was already <laughs> very despondent and still kind of like weeping in his own uh, in his own Shit. swamp, uh, breaks down and begins howling and <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> At the news that he is paying, and, and uh, continues with this demeanor, rather, rather kind of intransigently, until he sobers up some hours later um, in the afternoon. For hours. Oh God. Says, Eventually, Bricka brings him a hangover cure. Oh, is it the punch to the face? He's waiting for that. <clears throat> because she made him wait, though. I, she put a mini forward. Is that like I have a small? Oh no, 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 no! She no. did make him wait. The bruises were easily taken care of by a simulator. Delicious. You're the best. We love you, again. Goodbye, Ren. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> that should come from Kevin, if anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, think that, that's a pretty man. neutral feeling. Um, um, but yeah, he I mean, the bruises I think were, were easily taken care of by a few good berries, right? Like, this isn't like massive HP yeah. damage, right? So well, this is just like, well, it, it's, it, I didn't roll any damage. It actually seemed like, the, I, it, well, it, I interpret it as damage is repaired, but appearance is affected for a bit. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a difference in mm-hmm. the cosmetic effects of getting the shit zero HP uh, damage, and you're taking good berries. You're saying they do nothing, and this well, is your call entirely. No, no, no. no. It, it's your call about if, what, if you want the appearance to stay or not. Uh, I would like so. this to be a mutual decision. Like, it's your, uh, it's your, it's your item. Uh, yeah. It's the narrative it's description of what a hit point means and what it represents. Right. And, 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 and this item, like, yeah. In my opinion, berries. the good berries. Love to hear your take. The good berries, which produced by scrimcorn, might as well be called bad berries. Yes. Yes. Um, really are as everything else yep. with scrimcorn yep. utility. Yeah. Which means they're healing your organs. Pure practical. They're healing the actual functionality of they your close of up lesions. They clean up lesions. But you for example, energy, yes. for example, um, yeah, there's scabs. all the stuff of like scabs everywhere. You get you get a cut. Like there's ways to to, to help it heal, and there's ways to prevent scar. scar. Yeah. Exactly. The good berries. None of that second category. So, for example, if your eye was swollen shut before, say no more. Say no more. So, so you don't Mark is sitting there popping, popping good berries, kind of like in the morning, finding himself not getting any less drunk, <laughs> and, and 
while he maybe feels a, a little bit of a, a, a small measure better with some of like the like the, the the gnarlier kidney shots that he took, he kind of like after like choking down about a half dozen of these oh, things, God. gets up and looks in kind of <laughs> like the, the polished the polished bronze mirror that they have in the room, clearly seeing the swelling and like <laughs> eye clearly shut and just goes, fuck. Having <laughs> 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 gained almost no benefit to I mean he's he's a he's a dwarf that can take an ass kicking and not really be that worried about it, but the fact that he is still not improved his sobriety nor his appearance he, means he's gained almost nothing from choking down those six bad berries. He looks like he's okay. taking that speeding. He's looking at like, like, like he looks like six uh, So he, he hoods up and just goes down to get one of those legendary fried eggs. Uh, Stream Court, upon hearing about the uh, Adventures Guild deal for the passenger stuff, says, uh, I assume we've kind of at some point have kind of mm. gathered together, says, <clears throat> it's paramount that we stay off the books with this Adventurers Guild so we're not leaving a paper trail for these assassins. But I can't be the only one who's a little curious about what they're about. They push it so hard here. We could ask Berja when we're on the road, but let's get out of here first. Gary? So you don't want to go there. Oh, because she was. Thank you. It has piqued my interest as well, but... uh, this is your last day to go there if you want. Not going to do it. Not going there. No. I have a feeling it we're might re- be investigating a hornet's nest. We're resisting that juicy little morsel for a while longer. Nope. Okay. Even Trustin, who loves knowledge, does He's not fears, want to go the Fears the adventurer's guilt. Fears a big motive. Uh, when we get to the market in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. Drustin's going to the next, the next morning. We're leaving at first light. Marcus yeah, is might before, not be open. This is before, before first sorry, light. When we get to the caravan, sorry, I got mixed up. When we get to okay. the east gate in the morning, yes, Drustin's east going, gate in the morning. Everyone's ready, mm-hmm. ready to go, ready to depart. You're fairly large group. Yeah, uh, finding a caravan being all uh, they're they're finalizing all the tie downs and making sure they're getting the rams all. Uh, Suited up, uh, harnessed, yeah, harnessed, 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 and bridled. Uh, did they? Would they have horseshoes? Oh. No, they're very naturally a climate. No, yeah, they don't need they're that. Clothing. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. quartermaster. We get seventy exactly gold worth of easily shoes. deductible. Exactly. Uh, this is our the roost By the way, you guys notice the mule he rented. He's it's got gone. now. He just kept it. He just paid the menagerie. I'm really he glad. fell in love. With the mule. I'm really glad you did. Bear tells you are going name. to eat the mule at some point. Come up point. with a good dwarven name for it. Uh, before the end of the session. Yeah, before the end of the session. I just want that. Uh, uh, but Greg, uh, he goes to the head of the caravan and asks, uh, "I'm here to pay the group's passenger fee. Will you take gems? Gems and the salch." We'll take anything. Okay. Uh, so he pays him seventy gold worth of. Gems pays him a mm. sapphire and two agates. Agates. He says, "You're paying with sapphire and two agates, and you're not adventurers, huh?" Never. We're, we're dwarves. We're jewelers. All of us. And uh, <laughs> we practically. And then Bearjaw walks up in her full like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but wearing 
a, a wig made out of what is clearly dog hair <laughs> as part of a disguise. That is disguise. A truly. So it's not a long haired wig, it's like a short haired really wig. Bad it's hair more of like a toupee. Is it a it's dog eye <laughs> or is it a dog That's hair wig? It's definitely dog hair. Like someone nodded this. You know, to a cap. Like, like, like it's a dreadnought. Like cornrows. Yeah. It's dog hair cornrows. No, it's more like the... <laughs> Dreadlocks? That, there's a fella who's like the British... He's like the British version of Donald Trump, and he's got this kind of like flock of seals. I know what you're talking about. You know the guy? Yeah. It's, it's like Johnson that. Portland. Yeah, there you go. So it's okay. kind of like bits of the hair are going... And then bits of the hair are going... And bits of the hair just... It's, it's, like, they're, it's like it's all cowlick. That is an unforgettable sight. That's well, you know, she picked the most well, normal it's this haircut she could find. Goliath wearing a dog hair toupee. Yeah, I've seen that person in the last <laughs> six years. Five summers ago. No. You know, the month was June. We'll never forget. Never the twelfth, the twelfth of that month, and it was twelve o'clock, and I was sitting having a tea. All right. So, um, with the caravan, it's a great disguise. No one will recognize right. her. Okay, guys. Just further quartermaster stuff. Uh, before we go, Drusen says, "Baron, I think you'll have more use for these than I do." And he gives you, for your keeping from now on, scroll of command, a scroll of cure wounds level two, a scroll of inflict wounds level two, that worked out, and a scroll of guiding bolt level two. So I had already had cure wounds, inflict wounds, and yeah. guiding bolt down. Okay, now you got command. Also have command and level I'm two. I'm gonna delete those from here. Nice. Um, and then he holds up the the feather token uh, that turns into a tree. And he says... Oh, yeah, Dan wasn't here when he revealed that. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. He says, you listen to the podcast. does anybody want this? Otherwise, I'll hold on to it. What does it do? It turns into a tree. But, but nay, but once. <laughs> oh, you're Wait, does it turn into a tree or does it not turn into a tree? Turns into a tree. Like an acorn. But oh, turns into a tree. Just oh, yeah, faster. I have those. Those are called though. acorns. <laughs> it's an acorn. <laughs> Is that a... You hang on to it if you're going to use it. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't want to. Very like, I guess I could plan it and cut it down immediately. I want to see that. I want to see that in action. But instant yeah, log. And just okay. remember, we have three elixirs of health, and I forget what those do. So Mock definitely has a healing potion, which he picks yeah, up. That's separate. Good, making sure we're, we're separate there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And setting out for the day, everyone has at this point just at least one good berry. I want to make it very clear that as soon as we're on the road... We're not on the road yet. <laughs> well, we're, it's going to be clear no matter what. No, I'll, I'll hold. Okay. Okay. There, uh, with the caravan, as you're speaking to the, the caravan owner, you see a group of five individuals uh, sitting over, uh, clearly nearby, uh, putting on armor and lacing up gear. You see an elf. Uh, you see an elf with a bow who's uh, checking her quiver. You see a, uh, see a large man, a uh, large human with a, uh, with a big, huge sword as he's going, and you see him using a whetstone to sharpen his blade a little bit, and he sheaths it. You see what is clearly a, uh, uh, what must be maybe a half-elf uh, wizard wearing wizard robes, um, holding, a, uh, holding a spell book, and you see uh, a dwarf with uh, two daggers uh, uh, sheathed in... Like on his, uh, on like on his chest, like he can uh, pull him out, like 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 a bandolier kind of. Um, and oh, I described four of them, right? What am I missing? The fifth one. Elf, half elf, Any human, dwarf. That's four. There's a halfling. Uh, There's a halfling. We got a. Ro- Wait, what, what is, are you looking for one more? A, How about a fully armored guy? Say the half. Oh yeah, fully armored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then there's like, a. Uh, there's a halfling, fully armored. Oh. Oh, dragonborn's armed. 
Dragonborn. Cool, man. Dragonborn. A Dragonborn. Yeah. Wearing full plate mail uh, uh, with a shield, uh, with a shield attached to his back and a uh, simple uh, longsword. You know, as a side note, I don't think I've ever seen a Dragonborn outside of full armor. I think I've, like a Dragonborn wearing leather, don't think I've ever seen it. Squeezing a Dragonborn in full armor out of their cloaca seems like it'd be a very difficult thing for a We prefer it that way. Oh, it's got good ears. I mean, I imagine it's comfortable. I prefer to wear my armor myself. I already have. I'm just saying, I've seen plenty of dwarves, you know, in casual getup. But I don't think I've ever seen a dragonborn out of armor. They have natural leather. He says, so, you're the party we, uh, are not party, you're the, you're the passengers that, uh, have, uh, that have joined us last minute. Yes, He says, more heads to protect. Yes, Oi, there are more that's right. to protect. Make sure we're kept nice and safe, please. Shrimpo wants to look at their weapons, but I don't know if we want to do this. So, what's up to leave? That's slightly leave. He squints his eyes at uh, Fair Dust, like scratching at all of you at the at the wig, and Mark it's moving fans. the wig. It's like moving a the wig back and forth. It is paper thin. He <laughs> says, "I see." And then shrugs, goes back to putting his stuff together. Check, he's taking checking his uh, backpack. Don't forget the second. I, I see four quartermasters. Four titans. Okay, who wants? <laughs> I just got a quick quartermaster thing. Okay. Uh, it's gonna give you an elixir of health and you an elixir of health added to your stuff. Yeah, uh, it just cures poison, blindness, paralyzation bases. Holsons, uh, why don't we each hold on to one of these in case it needs to be administered during combat? Not that we intend to have combat, because we are just travelers traveling in a travely way. Uh-huh. Travelocity. Travelocity. Pa- paper thin. I have a quick, uh, just Wet record-keeping thing. How much was paper. the purse? Uh-huh. For Bear John, my fight? Good question. Good, good, good. So I want money so gold. much. So much hundreds. If we can come out of Mirabar the Black, which I don't think we can, I will be happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a little late for that. We're pretty far in the red, <laughs> just based on his. You're not wrong, Captain. <laughs> you guys don't know what I gave away. One, one player to another. Love Caragos is not. I think you're correct. Just based on not being interested in like financial mismanagement. Hangs in this dark cloud over the sea. Irresponsibility. Opportunity cost thick in the air. I'm checking. I'm checking. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. How much for normal foods? Well, it was a and it was, was a rock rocka. Rocka. Forty-five gold yeah. to split. Yeah, each yeah. or each. Total. 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 So that's twenty-two and a half. I will write it down. Or twenty-two and fifty silver. So, Rick, um, sorry, making this slightly less quick. Uh, as they're departing, Ricka walks over to Oil Vein. Uh, whose story she has heard by now and slips him a small pouch with oh. 22 gold and oh. 5 silver. That is codling. Don't you awe the codling. <laughs> is it 50 or 5 silver for gold? 5. What's an ounce? 10 silver is 1 Thanks, Angie. I never have to learn my lesson. He does say that. That was wrong. It's pennies, dimes, dollars. He does say, uh, thanks, Auntie Pennies, dimes, dollars. Where's the electrum going? Apparently she didn't hear. It's five He just Wait, did you try Auntie? Yeah, he says, Auntie Rica. 
she pats him on the head and then sort of punches him in the side. No. <laughs> what, is it no Why are you punching me? I didn't do anything. <laughs> if you ask me... What? what? If, if you ask me, he'll never learn if you just keep bailing him out. Just, by I the way, know. I'm going to stay here in Goodbye. Mirror Bar. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. 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 Don't buy Don't buy he says, I hope we recross paths again. And Bearjaw, you kept your word. Good job. Thank you for calling me by my name. <laughs> but your name's Bearjaw. When have I ever said anything else? Goodbye! <laughs> Where's this Migosh going? Grubar brought sprints. No, Migosh is not right. Migosh is dead. He's fast. You have not seen Migosh since two days ago. I haven't seen Ted either. There is another adventuring group with him that has requested passage somewhere. Yeah, people have actually paid. Yeah. The race with the quest. There was actually a really good yarn store in town, and he oh, gosh, was yeah. like commenting, like really, really knowledgeably about all of them. Stuff. He's like, "Do you want a job?" Or <laughs> we could use someone. You know the stock we so well. My last guy that I have working here is completely uh, useless. He agrees, and then they make him a garden. I like so the next, let's get to the, get to the Titans, please. Scrimcorn knows. Scrimcorn is a survivalist. He is a hunter. He knows what weapons you use to fight wildlife. Are the guards carrying weapons to kill people or wildlife? Uh, they, they're, they're... First of all. I mean, people, not wildlife. Which weapons do you use to kill people that you don't use to kill wildlife? Four spears. Yeah, like, like, broadhead arrows are different than, like, like, you're not doing, like, armor piercing. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's primarily, you know, these are, these are the same kind of weapons you guys carry around. Yeah, these Effective are military. killing of variety of things. Military. Let's be very clear. No one ever invented a sword to kill anything other than a person. You guys have noticed, Shroomport has been looking over his shoulder since the assassins thing. Anyone who looks like they are equipped to kill a group of adventurers, he's not letting his eye off of. So when they're like, hey, there's a bunch of guards, and they're all suiting up and putting armor on and sheathing their double daggers in their bandolier vests, Shroomport's like, I can't wait to go to sleep here. We should figure out how to kill these guys if we need to. So he's he's just keeping an eye on them because they're not like bringing like do traps. Do you and, share those sentiments? I mean, at this point, do I share those sentiments in terms of with the group? Yeah, with the group. Oh, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Scrimcorn doesn't 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 uh, keep like play that. Close not like in a loud. No, no. no. He gets when he sings them, he's gonna mumble them like go O's over and mock. Mock says the mock is Scrimcorn like, says. I like where your head's at, Scrim. I'll go and get him riled up for ya. Oi, let's not... It's one way. Fair let's not sense. do this unnecessarily. Like, I smell a fight brewing. You well, said no, he brought him to the group. To the group. But when he talks to me, I grab him aside <laughs> and tell him that. I'm gonna rile him up. Fair enough. Cool. Uh, uh, and just as a quick... Um, Streamcorn has, uh, has gotten... Just because we have to do like an actual shopping thing, um, has gotten some animal meat and a clean animal meat and a clean pouch. He bought it from a stall a that said he, animal meat. He specifically actually animal not, meat. So I, I want to do like Barely a real thing. Even human. Um, he goes and buys food that would feed hungry wild animals that could potentially be on this trail. Uh, um, I like wolves, which are known to attack people. In a nice clean exactly. pouch that doesn't smell like ashu. 
Exactly. No ajou pouch. Well, if it is the ajou pouch, you can just plug a whole pouch. Um, Yeah, fish heads and cartoon style meat on a bone. Yeah. Um, Careful, don't let bear down here. Like if I was in Streets of Rage and I found this, I'd be like, sweet, I'm going to be good. You're like 100 health. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he finds food to basically. The ball pork. Because he's. Right there. He. Scream for travels in the wild. He knows throwing some meat at a group of wolves is sometimes better than a fight. So well, apples the size of a pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, okay, that's it. Uh, oh so God. as they're getting ready to leave, Oilvane kind of he's been sulking, sulking, sulking around. He's been sullen. He's been kind of angry here and there. He's been walking around with his hood up. He's kind of keeping him to himself. Up. Yeah, he just like he'll just kind of randomly go off to some place and destroy things. Uh, but then like you know. Auntie Rika gave him a little bit of cash. So he feels a little bit uh, more emboldened in terms of like talking to the group again. So he uh, sidles up to to Scrimcorn. He's been kind of feeling embarrassed because of the whole of the whole situation. And he says, uh, uh, "Hey, Scrim, he's gone. He's fucking gone. He took all my money, but I mean, let me know." Auntie Auntie Rika managed to give me a little bit, so I'm okay for now. But but still, he did this to me. He did this. He took he took part part of me. And uh, you were right. I should have never have doubted what you told me. But when any of you told me, and I swear, as I swear, scream. Next time I see him, I'm gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> you won't be alone in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, g- give me, give me one. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> I love it. I love the oil veins. Oil man's opinions towards his father just go to extremes. He abandoned me when I was a baby, but I desperately want him to love me. So suddenly, I'm gonna kill him next to my skin. Slit his throat. Um, Scrimcorn, uh, he he is a young, yes. Ted had that second chance, and then he lost it, so. Scrimcorn nods, and and he says, I'd love to say I told you so, but, uh, I I actually do. This... This asshole running around. It's no good for anyone. I don't know. If we want to bushwhack him next time we see him, but uh What well, someone say bushwhack? <laughs> I not no not no not. We're gonna No, I, no bushwhacking, not yet, not yet. I'm good at shaking Soon. things. Soon. <laughs> Bushwhack. Uh, Soon did, the bushwhacking. But uh, it says, fair, uh, but uh <clears throat> You, uh... Bugbear job. I, I got Don't your back. I got your back. I'm glad, I'm glad you're... If, if there's one benefit, I'm glad you're, uh... Eyes wide open. You're, you're, <laughs> your eyes are open on this one. Like baby kitty. You were right now. Never again. Never again will I doubt you. Oh, man, that's a little extreme. What a person. He's in a vulnerable space. We should protect Bearjaw. <laughs> gets a new aspect. You know who will always take care of you and who, who you can always trust. The also, three can witches. I hold your money? Actually, Shrimborn says, let's, uh, let's try not to get separated. Let's stick, let's stick together. Brothers I think, stick I think together. we can, uh, I think we, I think we've been working pretty well sticking together as these past Days. Couple weeks. Two weeks. Week and a half. Couple that's, weeks. That's fourteen yeah, days. We had a good trip. Let's keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. Oilvane needs this. <laughs> Are we on the road yet? Yeah, yeah. So the caravan. Uh, he has his thingy. The trade. Was it, is it the caravan? Yeah. yeah. Tra- the trade caravan. How many wagons uh, in their caravan? This is a. Uh, this is a. 
three well. wagon caravan. Three wagon caravan. Supplies for the miners, for the town, the general store. It's like ore comes back and then supplies to keep the community going go back there, right? Yeah. I would assume. Exactly. As soon as soon as we are out of uh, you know visual range of Mirabar, Mock, who has been for 24 hours drinking of the bitter cup of recovering from a hangover, recovering from a deep ass kicking, recovering from the psychological psychological like dissonance of his own past, and what in his esteem was. Far subpar negotiation on behalf of his <laughs> beloved relatives. <laughs> as he comes, as he comes back from that from the last twenty four hours, he finds himself finally with an outlet for his emotions, and he starts laying in so thickly to these guards. He starts talking about everything he possibly can. Like, oh my gosh, like this this elf with the, the bow that he thinks is going to last more than two seasons. You're he's born a he's bagging. Off, yeah, he's yeah, born a cliche. Bagging on the, the craftsmanship of the, uh, of the arrows, pointing every single flaw he can find in the armor of the Dragonborn, uh, the Dragonborn Paladin. Talking about the third campaign to fight the, the Duergar as an Iron Guard of Citadel Adbar, and how the dwarf in his in his leather armors would never have lasted three days of the campaign, and just laughing in their faces. And as soon as he gets them riled up, and they like might like even think about uttering like a challenge to him or like well let's settle this outside he goes no I'm a protected paid passenger and immediately steps on the rank and oh you would never think of like damaging oh the relationship God. he is just doing everything he can to get under the skin and make them feel terrible about their job and it's like a practiced merchants and military wit combined and he just goes at them non-stop as, as every, with every minute of every waking hour this is the only outlet that he has for all of his like regret uh, of what he's done to himself and the group for the last, you know, 24 hours in Marowak. Admirably, for the first few hours day, the uh, this this group of guards, they mostly just sort of like they look, they humor at first, like right. he's an asshole. Oh, this is da da da, like this, like, and then they realize there's no reason to respond to this guy, and then they just start going, just like when you start flying, poker one face, will accidentally uh, poker kill face him. Maybe. And then the poker face starts twitching. And uh, that's when uh, the dragonborn pulled the caravan. And the lead guy, uh, the lead guy stops me. He says, "He says, look. He says, what's your problem?" He says, <clears throat> Mongo says, Ugh, nothing more than the pitiful excuse of a of a, of a heavy guardsman trying to lead a." Uh, a, a troop of four miscreants in, uh, into, into battle with no sense of who they are or what they need from their commander. I can tell you about Dane Frostbeard, uh, master of access at Citadel Adbar for, for two generations and the amount of... T- uh, and he just starts going on about the, the techniques that he's taught and immediately gives an answer that's long enough that the guy's never going to get a word in unless he interrupts. The Dragonborn just walks past Mock. To Baron. Hello. <laughs> he says, "Your companion." He says, "He's annoying me." I find right. if you do this with your ears. <laughs> I'll talk to him. Does that work with dragonborn ears? He says, "I cannot Look, see them." It's plain as day that you're a group of adventurers that doesn't want to register with the guild. Well, damn it! She takes her. <laughs> <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
surprised by this. He had no clue. Since Fairjaw taking that, he's surprised that she doesn't have hair. He said, "No, was that a disguise?" Never mind. He goes back to Baron. Baron looks like the most like reasonable person here. That's yes, like accurate. Until Mock opened his mouth, it like maybe those two. But then, now, it's like, by an order of magnitude. It was a DC 10 check, and he's like, <laughs> only guy passing. <laughs> and he says, he says, I don't care. Do you think, do you think we are high status in the guild? He says, no. He says, he says, this is shit to your work for a shit to your, uh, for a shit to your party, and we know it. He says, it takes us taking the shit jobs before we gain the status we need to take the good jobs. He says, no offense. And the, uh, <laughs> the, the caravan leader says, I know. He says, he says, this is a shit job. <laughs> and the, the dragonborn says, he says, he says, we don't want to be here any more than you want to be here. He says, I don't give a shit about why you don't want to talk to the guild. He says, but look, if you're, uh, he says, he says, if your companion here doesn't shut up, he says, it's going to drive me mad, and this already terrible job is going to become only worse. Mox says, oh, so, sorry, I'm not going to insert myself. I agree with you. He says, I'll see that he stops and leaves you a piece. He says, it's a I would appreciate <laughs> He looks like he's like, oh, he's got like wait circles end. under his dragonborn eye from a half day of Mox berating. <laughs> He looks like he's been up for 36 hours. <laughs> I'll roll a constitution check if I have to. <laughs> I, will, I will meet that DC to keep this onslaught. I know you're doing your job, and I appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for coming to me, rather than, you know, Sucking. giving him a giving him a, a good seeing to, as uh, maybe he is owed. He said, and, and then he uh, smiles, and he says... The benefits one gets from hiring a uh, from hiring bodyguards you from the Adventurers Guild. <laughs> uh, the, but he's saying it in a mocking voice. Uh. He's saying, saying the benefits one gets from hiring guards from the Adventurers Guild is to get one that will not fly off the handle at the simplest. Blah 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 blah. He says it's my job. Aye, but I would put it this way: I'm old, and I've met many who just because it was their job doesn't mean they did it. So thank you. And he walks back to his party. Not in that conversation. And he looks, he looks to his companions and he says, I asked him to stop. <laughs> I asked him nicely. And they say, March on! Mock. Talk to me. What's, the, what bothers you, the cousin? rams are moving forward. You're giving the guards hell. And he says, Oi. He says, It's a natural reaction to us sitting here paying fool, fool's gold to watch these ninnies guard at our backs when I can take them all in a fight on my own. So you object to paying then. I'll pay your way. Does that soothe your conscience? Of course not, Ben. It's the principle of the matter. And it drives me to tears. Oi, I know. But this was the only way I could come up with getting us to not register at the Ventures Guild, which you seem to be hesitant to do 
given that you bribed the guards not to have us register when we came into town. And I agree, it seems like a bad idea, given the heat that our poor cousin seems to be having. How loud are you guys having this conversation? Well, we're, we're pulled back a little bit. Okay, okay. They're, like, not, they're not quiet dwarves. That's been established. <laughs> like stealth, never. The are. elf probably hears every word. Rika <laughs> <laughs> just Real. turns back at you guys and just says, Mok, Ben, I can hear you. <laughs> I can. As Shut up! Berja can also hear you. I agree. We should fight them. For fun. I'll fight you for fun. No, I want to fight them for fun. I fought you. I fought you already. Uh, Only if you ask first. Well, yeah. Of course. I ask first. Very small voice. <laughs> no. Say, maybe. Maybe not. And the large human man, who is not wearing armor, uh, <laughs> slows his step a little bit, and he says, Hey, you... He says, "I will fight you when we break camp or when we make camp." It is I, normal face. You may bask. (laughs) Just I don't. No, no, it's okay. I don't know who that is. It's okay. Don't be shy. All right. Well, if you want to, the ochre's effect. If you want to wrap (laughs) up in in larger mirror bars, not quite equal. It's not quite. Steps back forward. It's just saying. I'm just saying, I'm up for, for wrestling. We shall see what so, you're up for. Mock gets... You were, on, you were not available when the time for negotiations was at hand. And and, and I did my best. And Mock kicks a rock and hurts his foot. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he says... If you could have done better, I would have had happy to have you he do says, it. But, but cousin, you weren't available. He says, but cousin... Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can talk to the the leader of the caravan and convince him to just offshell these ninnies and get them out of here, stupid followers of the guild. He'll and need renegotiate, and then we'll and then we'll make the money that we deserve. And he starts kind of going off on this. What clearly seems kind, kind of, of an unhinged, a far-fetched manic. kind of possibility <laughs> that can swing things back, like recovering from the opportunity that he clearly missed that you specifically pointed out. Surely, surely this isn't. He's gonna need guards after blasting belt. And from the description of the town, I'm sure there's not to be found there. He seems deflated. He seems deflated. He says... So sad. He says, uh, how many days to Blassingdale, cousin? You know, I forgot to ask. (laughs) He says, I'm going to take a nap. I forgot to ask. (laughs) Scrimcorn. Just hating life so badly. So bad. We need to go. It kind of doesn't matter. And he goes and uncorks his jar. Not honey. Aww. And has himself a pint or two while he just sleeps his way uh, through the next rest of the day. Scrimcorn walks over. Uh, basically, having been eyeing the the guards the whole time, watching their reactions carefully, walks over, is completely ignoring the plight of Mock's restlessness and the possibly giving away of who we are and Bear John wanting to get in a fight. And he, by the cold, the cold, by the way, has just made like a a cone of mucus. It's like going down. Kind of has a lot of allergies. Yeah, there's Fu Manchu. It's the Fu Manchu. It's just going down. I mean, you guys, you guys are allergic to snow. I saw Finn eating a popsicle today. That they just had a blast radius from the popsicle, and it was just, it was basically just that, but a mucus on Finn. And the beast. And on Scrimcorn walks over, and and just kind of, I'm starting to think. They're not seasoned assassins. 
<laughs> they just don't seem like the kind. Mark just puts out think, the ale the ale jar to you in case you're interested. I think they could cut it. In the assassin world, and he uh, he 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 partakes. Yes. Seeing that his his greatest fear real may have been. Yeah, I'm just real bad. Just <laughs> spit some of it out as a gesture of goodwill. So he's seeing his fears for other assassins are unfounded at this leg of the journey and have a drink. That night, you make camp in the Always snow. Making camp in the snow sucks. Easy. Uh, I mean, why? Because we all did it. We're all Boy Scouts. Yeah, boy, snow camp. Snow camp was a lot of fun until you had to make your tent and take down your tent. Those two parts of snow camp. I don't know. I was expecting like dads and leaders that would show you how to do it once before they asked you to do it. We didn't get those guys. No, never. We did not get those guys. Good luck. They go into the lodge that we're not allowed to go into. Cool. We're gonna go make ourselves like brisket and filet. Ooh, I got. Uh, I don't know how to make a snowball. <laughs> you turn that into a dwelling? All right, so. Christine magically makes a bonfire and just keeps it going perfectly. Yeah, I wish we had a dressing oh, bag. Nice. No, um, so, you make camp, uh, make camp in the snow. You guys are all experienced at this to varying degrees. Uh, <laughs> is it below? <laughs> is it below? Zero? I should say, you all have varying amounts of experience, That's not right. necessarily any. Um, and down to zero. It was snowy during the multi-day balloon ride, so you've got some recent, like, at least you've done it. You recently. got a brand new coat. But then you had... I do have a brand new coat. But then you had three nights in an inn to remind you of how much better it could be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now you're back out in the Speaking snow. Speaking of three nights, everyone delete your mm. amount yep. of money per night. Thank you, sir. It's, it's what, it's ten? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was well, that? You no, know, it's your personal it's, cost of living. Well, so we were oh, in the inn. Oh, that, that. So that's comfortable. It's um, what, two gold? Two gold. The, bulk, so the, I think it's the cost of the inn is a drop in the bucket. It, the, your your daily expenditures yeah. covers that. Oh, and I what's retro? I paying three fifty for the diamond, right? Well. And whatever the coat was. Uh, it's the coat cool. was about three gold, if it's the same as my clothes. Mop refuses to take money for the death of your wife because he knows what that's about, and it's one of those things where like, there's a good like, I insist, I insist, I insist, and then. How far physically do you want to take this confrontation? Wait, like this, this is a thing of honor between clansmen. If, if he the didn't know what it was for, for oh, he yeah. would take that money. But like, ah. you let on what that's about, and between the two of you, like Mock will again, especially being like the jewel. I'll be honest with you, Mock. This one, it's not for the wife. Wouldn't do squat. I'll need a much bigger diamond if I'm going to have any luck for her. He says, I'll get you on that one then. This one is for all of us. If we happen, if I live long enough to be able to use it. Ah. With that, he takes the money. So. So it's how much for, for wretched? This is wretched? That, that low? <laughs> I didn't know like she was in a barn? as well. Like yeah. in a barn, right? But it's more than that. Like it, it, It's going to, we haven't been doing much of this yet, yeah, but it will but cause uh, significant... Liability for having such a wretched three squalid is one silver piece. Oh, squalid! That's one. More is two silver pieces. Modest one gold piece. So minus three. Okay, so you make camp for and over in your section, gotcha. You guys have made your own little camp off on your own. Yeah, your own little circle of of tents, and the guards, the 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 pork and beans. The guards, uh, you know, negotiated with amongst themselves of two guards, a uh, watch at a time. You can kind of hear them talking about it. When uh, and after they're all done, the the elf mock proposes a, a guard amongst us as well. Yeah, twenty four hours. Sure. Uh, Makes sense. 
The elf with the bow saunters on over. I mean, they call it what they call it a bow. Is she good looking? Mox not totally done. She, she's an elf. Is she good looking? She's an elf. Yes or no? So yes. She's not a like a. Uh, she sits down. No. no. No, she doesn't sit down. She saunters she over. She doesn't sit down. But she's still good looking. Yes. <laughs> She sits down and uh, ah, keeps saying she sits down, but she doesn't. She sits there. She sits down. She sits down. She sits, she sits <laughs> Do you want to see her now? <laughs> I just can't decide. And she says, I have a whisper in whispery voice. She says, You clearly don't want to join the Adventurers Guild trying to stay clear, I see. No shit. <laughs> she says, I don't have much love for the Guild myself. She says, Cool. She says, What's your hesitation? She says, Mock invites her to sit and tell us yours. <laughs> yeah. Beeswax, Does yours sit? first. My first hesitation is that I'm 192, and I've never heard of this thing before, and I'm not an Indian interested in joining. She nods. She says, that's, uh, she says, that's similar to the problem I have as well. I do not like, uh, she, says, she says, I became an adventurer for the freedom of it. She says, to... Head off on my own and to find a group of uh, a group of people of uh, from every different uh, corner of the uh, corner of the land and different specialties. And he says, he says, a rogue, a ranger, a fighter, a paladin, the life. And he says, he one says, day you will find it. People would have thrown jokes at her all day. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> says and he says, but then she says. More and more of these cities sign up with the Adventurers Guild and their stranglehold on uh, on all of the jobs and uh, and ruins and, uh, and exploration. Did you see? Dresden pops out of the snow. He turn, pops out of his tent <laughs> and he says, "Did you say? Did you say ruins?" <laughs> amazing. Well, uh, amazing. He, uh, he says, I agree. I do not, uh, I, <laughs> I do not agree with their hoarding of the knowledge. The knowledge belongs to all. She says, she says, the knowledge isn't what, it isn't even what rubs me the wrong way. That's, she says, there's lots of, um, lots of libraries in various towns that have different sorts of agreements with uh, this, that, and the other thing. She says, but we can't even... But we can't even explore. We can't even go in dungeons in areas where they uh, where they control. It says they uh, they license out the rights to the uh, to, to to who's to who's allowed to get the spoils. And it says, Maka, and of course, Maka a cut must says, go. Lassie, he says, how do these guild enforce anything that they're that they're claiming to enforce over such a wide expanse of land? He says, uh, even even a powerful city as Mirabar has uh, has limits to their to their uh, their power and their reach. Is as if hypothetically a group of adventurers were wandering outside of their purview, what sort of justice could they even think to execute so over that mm, rogue element? He says, if it was outside of their purview, then it would not matter, would it not? Oh, I, I should say uh, outside of their outside of the city. But not outside of their claimed domain, as you say. She says they send representatives. Hmm. I. They says, what type? Says to the dungeons. They keep an eye on them. Says magical and uh, magical and traditional. Mm. Mm. Group of 
Vast resources. That seems mighty strange. They know where the dungeons are, they know they're full of loot, and they don't go in? He says, they do. They license out the rights to do it. Only those that gain a particular status can take uh, can take the jobs. There's whole schedules. You said there. You said... It's not freezes into the snow. It's not so Salty. You said their their reach has been spreading. How how many cities? How to what extent do they really have control? She says we um uh she says we came from uh, we came from Neverwinter to what's the name of that town right there? It looks like it's uh in, oh this is Amaskar. No, that's not L- Luskin. Luskin, sorry. Luskin. Oh, Luskin. Neverwinter, Luskin, Mirabar. Says they, uh, they now have power in all of them. And Haldash. She says. Uh, she says Haldash. I'm not. I don't know that it's one. Further, it's further south. It says how far south? South, south. That is not the direction. Like. Yeah, where actually is Haldash? Everything you saw me. Yeah, where's Haldash? It's the true. Yes, it's every week. It's right there. It's some sort of coast, bit north of Baldur's Gate. I says, don't. They've they've spread even that far. She says. Or says. Or maybe they came from there. I don't know. Well, I want to know. Drusen knows about the history of the Adventurers Guild. Like, how long have they been around for? Drusen, the places where Drusen has gone is seem, seems to surprisingly mostly have avoided their influence. He's heard of it before. He's even been in towns where there is an adventurous guild, but never pushed as hard as here at Mirabar. He's heard that, you know, there's an adventurous guild where, oh, if you hire gar, if you hire caravan guards from the adventurous guild, you get, you'll get a guaranteed rate that it will always be, and you know, their background checked, and, uh, you know, they make all these claims about, you'll be, the quality of the hire... It's, not terribly different than a lot of other mercenary guilds that are all throughout the land. Usually, such mercenary guilds are isolated to a single town. Um, sometimes there can be a network of, of allied towns where a guild will be large enough to be in these multiple places. But from what she's describing, it, it, you've, it's becoming regional. Yeah, you've only seen the adventurous guild sort of behave like that. This this at Mirabar seems to be new to Drusten, although he is very well traveled. You say that he's the stories that she's telling. He's heard mm-hmm. tell of the adventurer guild having a stronger hold. Just hadn't seen it himself yet. Mm-hmm. That's as far back as how long ago, though. He was asking how old it. Oh yeah, how long? Yeah. Oh, he's been hearing of the Adventurers Guild for decades. Um, you know, but but again, like small guilds, like. Yeah. Interesting. So something has happened recently. You would say that. Does unifying them? Does yeah. that make sense? They said Mirabar. They, Mirabar is. A, are you, you can ask her too. Yeah. She, she says Mirabar uh, only yeah. signed with the Adventurers Guild uh, uh, three years ago. That's why they're something has happened they... recently that uh, increased the grasp on the world. She says, "I agree." Are they, are they headquartered somewhere? <sighs> Bankrolling it. She says, I do not know where their headquarters are. Each of their, uh, each of their locations uh, operates, uh, not independently. Uh, she says, I don't know where they're headquartered. He says, ever since we've joined, we just work out of Mirabar. He says, we're desperately just trying to increase our status so that we can get better jobs. 
Makaluk leans back and says... That's what it is. No freedom. He says, uh... And she keeps glancing over at, like, her guard group. They're, 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 like, eating and cooking over a fire, and she's, like, looking back. Makaluk leans back and says, uh, Lassie, pray tell what great finds of knowledge or treasure have they have they laid claim to of their members? Is there any particular great artifact or, or great treasure that they have uncovered mm-hmm. or laid claim to? Or do they generally give their goods and services of the people who... Uh, if a member finds any particular treasure, do they get to lay hold to that entirely? Or... In any guild, um, guild, uh, uh, not member dungeon. What would that? What would the word be? What would the bureaucratic word be for a dungeon? Delve under opportunity their, under their holding. Yeah. Any instance. Any <laughs> instance. any. <laughs> says any any such uh, findings within their uh, with, within their, their licensed territories are. Uh, are subject to appraisal and uh, and appropriate uh, percentage paid out to the guild. He says, he says, I've heard stories of of people who cannot uh, who cannot afford to pay the share and must give up the uh, must give up the artifact themselves. They are paid apparently a, a, a fair a, a fair Buy cut of what it was, but these are things that you cannot buy elsewhere. It says getting. 60% of, uh, of a, of a, a rare wand. artifact doesn't let you f- buy we, that artifact. Who sets separately. the price in the first place? She says, the guild does. Oy. She says, I've never liked it. She says, but we had no other choice. And do you know of any any specific finds of note? Specific finds? Like, it says, items of, <clears throat> items of says, vast power. She says, our... There was this big clan head. She says, our group says our group is uh, is of low status. We don't get uh, uh, it says we don't get news like that. And who do you look up to? Who whose status do you do you seek to achieve? Who are the heroes of the guild? Would you if you would venture? Just there are there are famous members of the guild that that uh, uh, says the one they tell the stories of that uh, recently uh, apparently there was a big scandal. What's his name? Jarvis. Javin. Javin. Javin Javin Strongold. Sorry. Javin Strongold, one of the most famous members of the guild. He says, did great deeds in the, uh, it says, the guild uh, uh, used him as a, uh, as an example of what we could all be. But recently I noticed all of his posters got taken down and whispers are that he, uh, that he attacked and attempted to kill some fellow adventurers. It was a horror. It crazy. Hmm? Very curious. Uh, like me cousin, I mistrust them. Don't seem to have my interests in in in, uh, in mind. Nor do they know what I want for me. As for as for wandering free, anyone can get in my way. You know the attitude that I bring to bear on them. And I still recommend getting a better bowstring. Won't last you the winter. <laughs> I, I don't, cousin. I don't feel a great need. Apologies for my fucking idiot nephew. But on his behalf, I will say, he's an excellent craftsman. So <laughs> don't bow <laughs> him. Actually, don't defend him. I'm just saying. I would take his advice on very few things, but the quality of goods is one. She says. She says, 
That's the, uh, the guild rates for these jobs we take, they are a pittance. He says, they, uh, he says, and the guild takes such a large cut, barely any ends up in our pocket. And after the expenses of traveling, they say they cover our expenses, but the true expenses are so much more. Why not, Mark- why not travel south? Why not? I don't live the, I don't share your, your delight in living the life of a ranger and a rogue and a paladin and going into a dungeon to find things. But why not just leave their territory? She says, I tried. She says, we went from Neverwinter to Lescow, out over to Mirabar. She says, that was a long journey. We did not know how far their reach uh, uh, the It's expensive death. to travel. And it's expensive to travel. We need money. And as soon as we need money to do jobs, we need to join the guild. Once we join the guild, the money we make is so little that we must we keep doing leave. jobs for the guild. Mock leans in on this and says, Lassie. That's indentured servitude right there. What rates are they offering you? Because we find ourselves perhaps in the need of extra help ourselves. Irky Timber. And we'll continue next week. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god, I really do want to you hire. You never like, did get that shot, man. Scrimper uh, doesn't want to hire. I need to get the shot. Dan Lyles wants to hire. I won't take. Hiring and see the best. I'm sticking. I'm sticking to pour, it. Pour it down the, the I, drain. I'll, the... No, I'll save it the next time. I'm not gonna waste good booze, but I had plenty of prosecco and delicious Lincoln beer. That was. That was a wonderful beer. brew. That was very good. Beer was he awesome. said it was a, it was a blend. It was actually an Irish red plus a different kind of hops yeah. that you switched it out with. I mean, so I, I, have, yeah. I have not bought a beer. So I've not bought hops. a beer that I enjoy. It was different I, kind I, of hops, I, I think most of the beer I've bought shelf is more carbonated than I like, and like his home brew is coming like right in the sweet spot. Very drinkable. Super good. So guys, the All donkey's right. name is Dumathoin. The who named the donkey. Dumathoin, after the god of the dwarven god of hidden secrets, and he has a magic mouth on him, that not on him, but on the bell. (laughs) That when the bell is ringing, like when he's walking around, he says, which is exactly twenty-five words, (laughs) which is the limit of magic mouth. Uh, I'm Duma the Talking Donkey. Are you curious about the relics and runes hidden in the recesses of the earth? Find answers at the reliquary. And while we're adventuring, he's just going to walk around town saying that so people oh, come no. to my magic tent. That's amazing. That's pretty great. I can't wait till you're a full-fledged business owner and can bear the risks.